When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Avengers reign is over, but we are just getting started talking about it here on Post Show Recaps. That's right. It's full spoiler recaps where we're binging a new season of a show every week and chatting about it in full spoilery detail in just one podcast. I'm Jess Sterling, and today we are discussing Max's miniseries, Scavengers Reign. And of course, as always, I'm here on this desolate, certainly not deserted, filled with horrifying monsters planet with my uh co-pilot co-astronaut i don't know what word co-explorer uh grace leader sure i'm here i it's me but am i actually controlled or under the influence by something else as most people on this show end up being i don't know who yeah knows? i certainly yeah. hope not um for everyone out there who thought earth was the worst planet um i've got news mm. <laughs> about <laughs> <Vesta? competition. laughs> yeah this planet seems horrifying uh, yeah. cute cute creatures everywhere that will and then, can yeah. and probably want to kill you yeah control you kill you eat you whatever yeah something yeah sometime. yeah so we're gonna be talking about the entire mini series uh which was 12 episodes long short episodes like 25 minutes a piece so if this is animated not not long long but like 26 I think. or no maybe i was watching because whoa I was grace not an extra minute <laughs> Also, I was watching on a service with ads, so also my time for the length oh. of the episode also is skewed because I would look at it, but then I would forget that there were commercials. So yeah, yeah. Uh, but if you if you want to watch it, it's certainly like very very sci fi heavy. 
uh, pretty brutal, I would say, like depending on how much you can handle that sort of thing. It's all animated, though, so I guess it's not – I don't know. To me, it's never as bad as when it's like, you know, real life sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, but yeah, it is available on Max. Of course, if you want to subscribe to the podcast, posterrecaps.com slash full spoiler recaps or go to posterrecaps.com slash subscribe to see everything we've got going on. Uh, Grace, quick thoughts on uh, on Scavenger's Reign. What'd you think? Yeah, so I'd heard about Scavenger's Reign. Um, I believe I heard some people talking about it um, on their year-end lists of things. Um, actually, one Josh Wiggler messaged me when I was uh, to, I was talking to him about the top 10 list that we did here on Bush Recaps, mm-hmm. and he said, uh, where did Scavenger's Reign rank? It's the only question he asked. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, so, you know, I don't know, something like 45 or something, you know, something like that. He's like, oh, yeah, okay, you know, didn't expect it to be high, but it was this thing that, like, he had really enjoyed it, I think. I know DM Philly had watched it and got pretty invested in it as well. So I'd heard good things from people I, I trust. I like slow horses. Like if Antonio Mazzaro is watching the show, okay, yeah. we'll check it out. Cause if Josh and Philly like it, then maybe I'll like it. And I am, am not a big animation person. I, I watch, I watch a few things. Like I watch Bob's burgers and you know, a handful Rick and Morty. of things, but I didn't, but I fell off Rick and Morty too. So yeah, I've watched fair. Rick and Morty, but I like kind of like let it slide. Right. I'm, I'm keener to go somewhere else. I had heard this rumbling about the show being quite unique too. So all of that is reference to say, I did like it. I don't know if it exactly lived up to the hype that I had been told. Like I I kind of thought that this was going to be like the most transformative thing. And I do think it's very transformative and very unique because I think the thing this show does exceptionally well is world build in a way that it it like doesn't take the shortcuts of a lot of other shows. I think that would take with the world building of like, yeah, that's like another planet, but also basically everything is like earth. And the show doesn't really do that. I also think to a degree, I understand why like, some shows don't do that and why we take the the shortcuts it's like it it is easier to just be like you know just to map it onto earth's biology Mm -hmm. than to like create a whole but the way that they create whole like biospheres and ecosystems is really cool the other thing too is like the idea of a planet that is not just all one thing i feel like we have this idea of like in star wars like tatooine is hot and hoth is cold and those are the planets yeah our planet is like it is hot and cold and it's getting hotter by the second (laughs) so this idea that a whole planet a planet has a full ecosystem that like that's what i think that the show it was really uh i think i was really impressed by um i thought that the story when i like think back it's 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 not super complicated but i feel like it took complicated ways to get there um Mm, and not mm -hmm. that i think that that's a bad thing but you know uh i don't know if it was we've had shows that have not been like we've either watched a lot or we have things you have to be fully paying attention to which again is that i feel like that's such a weird complaint for someone who podcasts about tv um but like yeah if you miss something because you get a text on your phone then like you you miss you miss a bunch yeah you know as as opposed to other shows that are i don't know we're watching a lot of tv i guess is the point yeah yeah i would agree like i i mean for this show being 12 episodes around 25 minutes an episode they accomplished so much like in terms of world building in terms of the fact that they had basically three separate storylines they're servicing all at the same time every single episode that's a lot like that's a huge undertaking and i do think they were quite successful in terms of 
did I care about the characters? Yes. Like, which is hard when you only have what, uh, if you're going to split up the, the 25 minutes somewhat evenly under 10 minutes, a storyline every episode to service a character, but not a ton. Also, also all the world building, all this, all the montages and like stuff that happens on the planet. Like they do There's a lot. A lot. The they, yeah. yeah. They have to set up a lot because as you said, like this is, this is a new series. This isn't like a season two or something where they're building on established, uh, an established storyline, established world, established characters. This is all new. Um, so I, I thought they did a really good job with that. I'm similar to you in terms of my consumption of animated media, I don't watch a ton. Like I've seen the heavy, I've seen Avatar. Like I've seen the heavier hitters in that category, but I would probably like you say, I'm more likely to watch a more sitcom animated show, like your Bob's Burgers, like your Rick and Morty's, if you want to count that. Um, right. So this is kind of new, new ground for me as well. But I, yeah, I thought like the show did a really great job at being like, yeah, we're going to throw you off completely when we drop you onto Vesta, this alien planet that is so terrifying, but very interesting. And it, like you said, they didn't waste a single second of this series because mm -hmm. if we weren't focusing on characters, we were focusing on world building and watching this creepy crawly. And then all of a sudden it turns into a balloon and floats away. Like mm -hmm. every single creature, it didn't feel like, okay, this is feel, gonna feel like a segue, but bear with me for a second. There's a new game that came out called mm -hmm. like Pal World or something like that. And it is very much like a ripoff of Pokemon. Like mm -hmm. you can basically set up a Pokemon oh, and a creature from Pal World. I thought you said that Pal World, like you were punching, but it's Pal, P A L. Yeah, P -A -L. You, a, you have a little yeah. Pal. Yeah. Pal. Just out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm. So if you can basically set up like, I don't know, a Bulbasaur. And compare it to something from that game, and it's like, okay, we all know they like rip this off or put it mm -hmm. some through some AI generator, right? Whereas I would say Scavenger's Reign, anytime a new creature came across the screen, it wasn't like I was immediately like, oh, that's Vesta's version of a kangaroo. It was mm -hmm. like, no, they're all wild and weird and different. And like, this is the sort of story where I feel like truly what happens is people were like, let's get together, let's take some mushrooms, let's write a script. <laughs> Like, uh -huh. and I'm and I'm saying this in a very good way. Like, yeah. it is so creative and interesting that if that is your thing, if you really love world building, sci-fi, like new planets, that sort of thing, this is yeah. most assuredly your kind of thing. Yeah. Um. So it's I, a vibes I, you show. I think because yeah. again, I don't think actually when I explain the plot, I don't think you're gonna find that it's like that complex it's pretty basic storytelling but it's filled with like a lot of just like stuff in the way that like they might interact with something in one episode um or watch something happen or whatever is really where so much of like the vibes and being in it and i yeah i, I do yeah. think that you have like a show that you're like just on mushrooms perhaps like michael buble at the nhl all-star game have you heard of this have you heard this that michael buble admitted to being on mushrooms at the nhl all-star game have you heard no this? that's incredible yeah. check that out later we don't know if he's uh was fibbing that's or not wild. But yeah, he said his friend um, was giving him a micro dose, but he thinks his friend lied, and he he thought he was in Blades of Glory while he was on the ice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, so that's incredible. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So that's that's the kind of gist of what Scavengers Reign is. If it's something you're thinking about checking out, I would recommend it in terms of like stuff that we've watched. If I've enjoyed it, 
I would recommend it. If you don't like sci-fi, I did this not for you. Yeah, this is not so. for you at all. Um, so this that's is my like classic Ariel and Grace recommendation of like, if you like sci-fi shows, if you like animated shows, if you like weird stuff that's not very much yeah. like what you might see on TV, you'll probably like this show. And yeah. otherwise, I don't know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But anyway, Grace, uh, you mentioned a quick plot recap. Would you like to give us one? It's. I know you said it's, it's straight, pretty straightforward, but why yeah. Not? So we have these survivors from the damaged interstellar cargo ship, the Demeter 227, and they crash land on this alien planet named Vesta. Um, we meet sort of three groups of, of people, kind of. We have Cayman, who's completely alone. We have Ursula and Sam, who is sort of like an older man. He was like, I think, like the captain of the ship, very high ranking on the ship. Yep. And then Ursula. And then we have um, Ozzy and, and and Levi, Levi being um, like an artificial intelligent bot. Um, that's like, there's many types of Levi's, but this Levi is one that has um, landed. I should also note that like, I believe that they believe they, they came through like escape pods and they believe if they can get to the Demeter, there will also be people who are in like cryo sleep that right are also part of that um and so the whole thing is like basically can they survive on this planet and things go pretty terribly first for cayman who falls under the spell of a creature called hollow who can basically control him um and also makes him have like horrible vision there's this like black goo he like came in and just it's basically him making him have like dreams and nightmares about um his his wife from from before but it's basically doing the work of the monster until basically the monster like hollow consumes Cayman and now Cayman's like stuck inside Literally and he's a baby he is yeah. bonded yeah. with a what is yeah. it a umbilical cord like yeah. literally into his belly button yeah um Sam and Ursula I feel like it's the most disconnected from everything else but they kind of go on the you know they're they're trying to figure it out he's Sam's super experienced but unfortunately Sam gets infected by this like parasite that like embeds itself into basically right near his heart and starts like body doubling him and controlling him and Sam basically has to sacrifice himself because he knows basically he's putting basically everybody else in in danger anybody else that he's infected yeah. because he is infected and the parasite will infect them and control them and they won't know whether he's infected or not infected so sam sacrifices himself so that ursula can keep going towards the demeanor and then you have ozzy and levi unfortunately in a confrontation with hollow levi gets just absolutely obliterated just blown my heart broke yeah. grace yeah. Yeah. And so the other thing is Ozzy also gives a distress call and another ship picks it up and comes there um, to uh, from from the Demeter. They come. and But unfortunately, um, then the plan is to go to the Demeter and see if it works and if, you know, whatever. And then also use the escape shuttles from the Demeter to launch off of Vesta. Um, unfortunately, this group is led by this person named Chris who kind of sucks and is like, when we get there, we're obviously not going to wake up all the people because they're just going to figure out that like this planet is uninhabitable and like they're going to want to get on the ship and we're not going to be able to do that. And Ozzy's like, no, no, we absolutely have to wake up all the people who well, are there. Well, because Ozzy's like, hey, Mia's there and I got to crush on Mia right. and I got to right. wake up Mia. <laughs> right, right. So they have this uh, uh, battle and fight and there's this other guy, Barry, and and uh, Barry ultimately like chooses Ozzy, but ultimately Chris is able to like escape them tie up Ozzy, get to the demeter fly off in an escape hatch um fortunately levi turns into some sort of like biological creature like bio wonderkind yeah this like mismatched of of technology and plant uh matter because it's like save is put back together on the planet and saves ozzy and ursula and freeze came in and hollow is turned back into like his original form which is like he's been like growing in strength as he's like amassing power this whole this whole show um 
uh, then we get the end. We get like this, like, you know, montage, the survivors built a colony. Um, Levi can like reproduce and make other little Levi's. Yeah. Like um, asexually reproduce. It's wild. Yeah. And then at the end, the Demeter, which like has no food and nothing left and no water or anything. Chris is like dying, but another ship like docks into the ship and these masked robe figures uh, come aboard. Um, and uh, there's also a little baby Levi who's there on the mm-hmm. shuttle. So yeah, yeah. leaving it open-ended if they, if they did want to continue the series, which yeah. uh, I appreciate because it did feel like it had a finite ending, but also they, they could do more if they wanted to. Yeah. Um. Gosh, where to start? Because uh, we should probably take it by group maybe a little bit sure. in, in terms of maybe we should just start with with Sam and Ursula because that's kind of where the story starts in the in the beginning sure. anyway. Um, this this story was interesting, especially because Sam is very obviously like the one who is like you said, he's the commander. He's the one with the seniority. And Ursula is like works in the horticulture lab. Um, but between the two of them, they've seemed like when we crash with, it's like, oh, it's obvious. It's been a little bit of time since they, they crash landed. We know that help isn't coming out for them because of the very first scene of like, nah, they're, they're just all dead anyway. It's fine. Um, and they're, they're trying to get the ship down so that they can board it and, and leave this horrifying place that they're in. But it was so interesting to me that like pretty much immediately they kind of knew what they were doing. Like one of the first scenes with them is like Sam going inside of a living creature and basically getting some light bulbs. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Oh, need a flashlight. Let me just yeah. climb on in. Well, I mean, in this world, like there's, they've done, sp- they're like doing space travel. Right. So it's not like they're like completely right. like, Oh my God, space uh, aliens or whatever. But they end there and Sam is so experienced and Ursula has an understanding of all like the biology of everything that like, they're like the most mm-hmm. well suited to be able to do this, but also the fact that they're the, the kind of the only pair like you can argue that that um ozzy has levi but like levi's still a robot and there's a, like they're learning how to you know figure their relationship out as as levi's like i actually don't like it when you turn when you just dis- when you power me off <laughs> it's like uh yeah. yeah so they're the only like people who have somebody somebody else i think my only thing i i, I kind of feel like this is for me, probably the weakest story uh, of them all of the three. Not that I think it's bad. I just think it's like, and I think part of that is that Cayman and Sam storyline, like to a degree are almost too similar for me. And I, I kind of wish the show maybe had explored like a different way that Sam and Ursula could be like threatened by this thing, because you have like, the hollow like attack like controlling and mind controlling through like bioluminescence and like then ultimately like, consuming came in. and it is different versus like a parasite which i actually think is the more realistic like thing like i think if we found an alien planet like the right. thing that would we, we'd, we'd be so screwed by is all the bacteria that our immune system would have oh, no way and i to, thought like, combat. That the, yeah. the way they i thought the most exciting sequences with sam and ursula were when you know he has he's gotten bitten and they find this woman and let me just say i don't often bring up this series of books because i have bad associations with it now of course because of the author but harry potter taught me that Mm -hmm. you don't trust someone who just is silent the entire because you're like they're not that's not a human although well that's just because they make the worst podcaster (laughs) it's true it's true but on this, sh- when when the old woman came, I was like, "Well, they're uh-huh. on a different planet. Like maybe she doesn't speak this language they speak, which is reasonable to think." Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And then, no, 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 no. It's because she's secretly like infected with this disease that she got infected by her husband. And it's this awful, awful creature. And she puts her tiny little seed into Sam and it's awful. And, but I I thought it was so fascinating, but I will say grace, there is something that is still on my mind from like episode one between Sam and Ursula that I still don't quite understand because Mm -hmm. the, so when they, well, they end up in like this, this hole, they end up in like this pit. And suddenly they get infected with this thing and they use these like creatures and they're going to basically air balloon out of the hole. Right. Yes. Yes. And Ursula is struggling to get hers working because her, her, her creature mask has fallen off and she can't breathe the air because it's bad or whatever. It's polluted. She starts turning. She starts like switching into this thing. Like she gets all these scabs or, you know, abrasions. Uh huh. And then we're up there with Sam. And then suddenly she flies up with the creature. Now, oh, the entire wow. time, Grace. You were sure I, that this is not Ursula. This is I was Ursula. so sure. Uh-huh. I was so certain. I was like, when's it going to happen? When right. is she going to kill Sam? And mm. then, of course, they they double flip Uno reverse it on me and Sam gets yep. infected. And yeah. Ursula ends up making it to the end with with uh i i did love the the moment between um between ursula and, and ozzy uh mm-hmm. where they hug and everything um yeah. but yeah i what am i the only one who thought that because they whenever they don't show you something is when i'm uh-huh. the most suspicious um yeah that's that's fair i to be honest i was i, I yeah i don't think it like i don't think it flashed i was like oh yeah she's oh she's actually fine she's fine. So a it was very just good like call. so quick where I was like, yeah. oh, they've infected her. <laughs> yeah, no, it's very good call. Maybe, maybe in a season two, you find out like maybe it's a seed that's been planted since season one. I did think the like, it's true, I guess, when, yeah. when Sam had, when his like chest is like disgustingly, like he has a cavity uh, and they like open yes, it up and the yes. little parasites. And I was like, that's so good. It's so good. Um, Yeah. I, I just really, I just really liked that. Um, I, So I like the, the way that that Sam was infected more than I liked the way Cayman was infected, but I think that I would have, I still liked the Cayman stuff. But like then, then what happens as a result of it? I yeah. liked the stuff with Cayman. I thought it was way more interesting than the stuff with with Sam um, and and Ursula. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. But one of the things with like Ursula, really one of my favorite scenes, which we get to later, is like when she's going through the like wall. I think the episode is called The Wall. And she finds this like thing that like she puts the light to and it opens up and it does this whole thing. That's the kind of stuff that I feel like for me i think it's really hard to make creatures i've talked about this with like avatar where i feel like avatar is always like oh yeah but that's just like that's that's the space whale that's that thing and i think it's really hard for us to be like well you wouldn't have a you probably don't have a creature who swims who doesn't have like a tail right or like webbed feet yeah right because it's just like even there's animals in this one that are like kind of like rhinocerosy like things and they're like underground it's like yeah, of course their shells are going to be hard because if you live in a cave like you're not gonna have soft mm-hmm. skin in case like something falls on you or whatever so like it's like really easy to fall into the trope where, where when, it, when it got like really weird like bacteria level ish and like this was when that small little like frog thing gets yes. like, opened up and then it like I don't even remember what it does, but I'm just like, this is so cool. This is the best. Yeah. yeah I, I thought that the, the the positive points, the strong points of the Sam and Ursula storyline were the fact that Sam, who is the commander, who is the one in charge, who is older, has seniority, on and on and on, learns a lot from Ursula. Like, her being the botanist, she has, like, more of a connection to the plants and understanding of them and how they operate more than he does. And I feel like maybe the weaker stuff is if they had a little bit more time, if they didn't have so many storylines to service in a short, you know, runtime and number of episodes, maybe I would have felt their connection a little bit more because it was sad, right? Like when, when Sam Mm -hmm. sacrifices himself and leaves by this ginormous, gorgeous mushroom tree. I just, just beautiful. Um, when he sacrifices, don't kiss that mushroom tree. You're going to get, sorry. Oh man. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm fungus. Uh, at least I'm a fun guy. Um, but, uh, but I, I do think like if they had a little more time, I would have probably thought the relationship building between the two characters would have been a bit stronger Mm -hmm. i ultimately left really liking ursula however i think when we're talking duos i felt like ozzy and levi was a stronger duo and now probably not in you know in large part due to the fact that i fell in love with levi instantly instantly two seconds into the show and i was like levi is the best levi is trying to help doing the best that they can they're a robot but at the same point in time, they got plant goo all up in them, and it seems to be connecting them with nature in a way that Ozzy is both not expecting and doesn't really like. Because Ozzy, uh, Grace, I can't wait to hear your opinions on Ozzy, because Ozzy is certainly one of those characters, like, so rough around the edges, like, in- immediately, right? Like, very tough on Levi, very no-nonsense, like, this is the job, we gotta get back to the ship, like, we could yeah. die here, like, pay attention, yeah. listen to me, follow my orders, don't, why are you staring at that plant for 10 minutes? That's unnecessary. Yeah. Um, But 
I loved the relationship building between the two of them and to have like Levi come back in the end and save Ozzy and like that connection for that connection to be there and for Ozzy to grieve over the loss of Levi. I absolutely adored. Like I thought it made a lot of sense. And even though we had a very short amount of time to get to know these characters, it felt very genuine and real to me. Can I give you my hot take? Yes, please. I AI doesn't really work for me. I, it, the AI robot doesn't really. It doesn't. It just. But it's like I'm Wally, to, though, Grace. She mm, just wants to. They just want to clean up the little planet and just make all the little cute little sanctuaries for the plants and the yeah creatures. Like it's funny. Like like Westworld. It, like it, like it can work. I find it so hard for it to work on me. Um, mm -hmm. I'm I'm way keener for like a little sidekick companion than I am um with uh with an ai robot i for yeah i don't know it's just do you know what i was um i can't remember what what this was on but i remember someone being like there's a there's a few of it who and you would be the same but i feel have taken this a different way but like so much of the ai content we got like like i feel like i got as a kid was like ai is really bad it's gonna turn on us it's gonna kill us oh. like, we don't be careful and so oh, yeah yeah yeah, so I'm like, I think I'm in the like, no, no, don't trust it, don't trust it. Because it was don't always trust. like us versus the robots, like in yeah. every movie, yeah. every piece of yeah. media, it was always they will, they will overtake us because we mistreat them, which is like often the moral of the thing. We're like we mistreat yeah. them, and then because like we're awful just as a as a species, and then we'll and then and then they'll be right. like that's bad, and then they'll take over, and they'll probably. But be I nice just like the idea of technology being infused with plant life and like an ecosystem. And then turning that and like I just loved the moments where Levi was just looking at the world around them because for us and and a lot of the characters, this is so dangerous. Like Vesta is a horrifying planet and like mm -hmm. super dangerous. But I felt like Levi saw the beauty in it. And so like being able to see that through Levi's eyes, I really, really like Levi doesn't have any eyes, but um <laughs> Because they're a robot. It just, I don't know. It, I just, I think I'm like having an epiphany that like the, ro like, you know, uh, give me an R2-D2. That's fine. I'll take R2-D2. Yeah, you got to have there's the beep, boop, beep, boop. There's a few, there's a few of them that'll work for me. But like, I think overall, I'm mostly, I'm more against it than I am for it. And I feel like a little like fuzzy companion. I would have been, I would have been more, more cool with, but whatever. Mm -hmm. It's fine. I did. I did. I honestly think the scene where the little fuzzy things are attaching to both of them yes and and uh ozzy like turns off levi and then turns levi on like needs to turn levi on to basically to be able her, to like yeah. to fix to like live basically and i just love the scene where levi's like so like i'm just realizing i really don't like it when you put me in total darkness and silence and i just need you <laughs> to like just just if you could not do that that'd be great and i was like that's what i think is terrifying of like like the i know it's like comes off crew but it's like the idea of like Please never turn me off. It's it's like you're a yeah. robot. You can be turned off. It's fine. You can be turned off. You don't have human emotions, Grace. But it, do they actually though? Like is they like yes, I, the I, plant I, actually... matter. It was the plant matter. Oh, now now it is. I you know there is something I think cool <laughs> at that moment though, right? Like at the moment where they got turned off because of the because it's the same stuff that like attaches them that starts to like rebit right or the yellow goo. Yeah, it's the yellow goo. It's the yellow goo. Yeah, but then. Okay, so tell me about your thoughts on Ozzy as a character, though. Love Ozzy. Because, like, Love Ozzy. Yeah. yeah. I think that I, I Ozzy is a character that I often get very frustrated with in media, being so rough around the edges and being, uh -huh. like, 
frankly rude to like a lot of people. I, uh-huh. I don't necessarily always have patience for those types of characters because I'm like, what gives you the right to be like rude to everyone else? Like everyone has been through stuff. It doesn't mean you need to be a total a-hole to people. But of you, course you I, I came around on Ozzy by the end. You and I are D&D players and I, I do feel like there's sometimes the Ozzy character is like, you can tell in a group when like someone tries out like an Ozzy type character as their first D&D character. Yes, and, yes. and I just like don't move, like even in my wildest fantasy, I don't, I, I'm not looking to like be mean to the you know the bartender yeah. or whatever and so but for some people they are they like want you know they want to like pickpocket everybody and it typically they'll play a rogue this is why i'm saying it and like just want and like the idea as a dm that i always get frustrated by is like when the players are so sure that they're everything they do is right and everything everybody else does is bad and so if they do something if an, an npc does something that doesn't uh the, the party doesn't like then that person is automatically evil and bad and it's like i hate that there's like no nuance and sometimes mm-hmm. like an aussie type character like very much fits that mold but i liked ozzy right from the get-go i think so yeah i liked i liked i liked ozzy as a character yeah i thought yeah. once we get in introduced to like i felt like ozzy once ozzy met chris who was the leader of basically what i called the firefly group who are just mm-hmm. like a bunch of scavengers <laughs> um basically yeah. space cowboys yeah. um when they get introduced to chris chris felt a lot like ozzy like it was a lot like looking at a mirror but like ozzy like this is what your future could be ozzy if you continue yeah. on this path yeah and chris is just chris is rude chris is awful like very not not very kind to barry who is obviously just like i think he's supposed to be like a teenager yeah he's um, super young yeah. yeah and he's just like he's a kid he's a kid and the fact that there's like no no processing time no grieving time for when terrence dies for yeah. for barry and for anybody else felt really awful and so i i felt like when comparing ozzy to chris i was like oh give me ozzy all day you know um yeah but, i yeah. i i liked once we meet the like the people that distress call and i i liked that it's like a very I think I I really like when shows have conflict where you can kind of talk yourself into both people are right. Like Chris being like, if we wake everybody up, like it might be safer for them not to be woken up. Like it it just could be true. Uh, And then Ozzy's thing is like, that's, that's like not great. They don't like, they should be woken up. They have full, they should have full consent to like be woken up and, and, and make a decision or a choice. But I think if they get woken up, then they can't be, put back in cryosleep so like i i like a, a decision that like doesn't feel like it has like a clear answer and then conflict that comes out of that um i, I very much feel like chris is in the the wrong here and then also just like it's kind of one she's one of those people too where like you know it's like oh i feel like you could be right if you said this in a different way <laughs> if you like if yeah. you made the argument and you went about your like the way you moved in the world better yeah you could have you could get me but you i hate i don't like the way you say things so i don't agree with like then the decisions you yeah. Are yeah yeah and i guess i really i struggled to like chris for the most like for pretty much all of it especially when they leave behind barry yeah and i was like that was yeah. heartbreaking and especially yeah. because you're just gonna be alone then like usually this sort of rough around the edges dictator sort of leader um usually at the very least they're loyal to their group um but i just felt like you're you're gonna leave this kid behind like you're the sole member of your group who is left you're just gonna leave him behind that broke my heart in a way where i was like so unforgiving of chris at that point um yeah but just like i mean the point i think the point of this show and clearly 
with the sort of last scene of the show in which she's only going to survive because there's seemingly a, some sort of alien cult life that is able to get to her yeah. ship and stop her. She, she would die. And so I think that the show, um, I, you know, th this is stuff that like will pretty much always work for me. If your message is about needing to work together, like, um, like that's what the show was, right? Like, Every, everybody needed somebody else like nobody got through anything without somebody else right yeah. Ursula survives because Sam sacrifices himself um, Levi you know saves Ozzy Ursula saves uh, Ozzy right to untire uh, yep. after Chris Abanzer Barry saves uh, a lot of people saved Ozzy but um, <laughs> you know but Chris they all who, like, <laughs> yeah Chris who abandons everybody was gonna die of thirst and hunger on the ship until the uh, occult alien group yeah. shows up to save it right and so that to me it's like i that will always work for me i think like that messaging of like stick together you're not gonna live out. together you're gonna die alone yeah that's right wherever you heard yeah. that before uh yeah yeah similarly the, someone who is on his own for most of this journey if you if you want to put it that way is Cayman. and i know we pre-pod you had mentioned Cayman was your favorite storyline of I of them i think Cayman's maybe just my favorite character like i feel like i you know i liked uh, I liked Ozzy, but I think there's something to me. So something like Cayman is just so stuck and was like stuck before. And I was just having to read, you know, and I like, I really like dark stuff. So it's like, Oh, someone who's trapped in their it's own dark. thoughts and memories and nightmares. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah okay, he like, fine. he basically yeah. pre pre Vesta. He like, he was struggling with his job, which yeah. was also resulting in struggling with his, his wife, Fiona, yeah. who we, he, yeah. he sees so many times. Right. And the yeah. fact those reflective glasses, that was such a good point or a good um, yes. choice for them to make. Yeah. Um, and so he like connects with hollow this like really like cute at first tiny little creature, but it's also like telepathic telekinetic. And the, the biggest moment for me was like, came and starts like sacrificing things, like killing things, bringing sacrifices to hollow getting hollow to be bigger and stronger and hollow basically manipulates uh Cayman. uh at one point there is a a person who comes to save Cayman, recognizes Cayman, immediately gets its neck snapped by the hollow which yeah. was horrifying yeah. but Cayman's story for me i struggled with it sometimes because it was so weird and like it I just struggled with like what exactly is happening i couldn't always tell like i knew they were visions that he was having but I guess in my mind, I was also wondering, like, are these real? Like, did, are these flashbacks? Like, did, is, are these are these memories? Are these things that happened to him that he is now remembering as a result of the hollow? You know, yeah. people really don't like Cayman from my research that I have seen. I, I find oh, really? him much more sympathetic than I think a lot of people give him. There's a lot of stuff. There is evidence to prove that he's just in such a bad headspace. Like, I, I think it's like pretty clear that he causes the crash even if the crash is like yeah. probably you know t at the extent of like um he like did something him. like underhanded and that was what got them what, what what caused them to crash yeah yeah um so you know uh, bad but also i think uh, i don't know i think this is it's such an interesting person who succumbs to this type of behavior i think is what i i think it's the most interesting character examination of anybody in the show i think of somebody and again the way like somebody like that is treated and how that can basically just reinforce your own low self-esteem issues like the way he's treated by sam basically um i you know i i don't think it's i don't think like cayman isn't at fault but also um 
I do think there's like a different approach that might work for somebody like Cayman, but he's so like, it's all just unraveling for him. And so he is like hypnotized, but there's an argument to be made also that like, he's not completely hypnotized the first time he needs to go do it. So why does he do, why does he like succumb to this? Cre- like, it does seem like you might be able to like, I mean, anybody else who's like there, like is able to fend off mm-hmm. the like lure, but it's specifically this guy who is not getting, I kind of, I kind of see him as like an, he's like an, like not an incel, but like pretty close, you know, like a very like toxic of like yeah, I needing attention and effect. And so he gets it from the weirdest thing possible from this creature that feeds him yeah. black goo. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I did read. So the, one of the co-creators Bennett had said, Cayman's presence has introduced human greed and gluttony into this animal kingdom. And if we're going to view the show as, there's so many parasites in every storyline, right? Like Sam is infected with a parasite. Uh, I thought that <laughs> Ursula was. Um, Levi is infected in one way with a parasite. It turns out to be a helpful uh, parasite. Mm-hmm. Um, Cayman, while we could say like hollow influences Cayman, like it wasn't until Cayman started killing things and sacrificing them to hollow that hollow became dangerous. Like right. in a lot of ways, I mean, we could look at the show in so many ways of like a comment, a commentary on global warming and how humans are ruining the planet, right? Like humans are actively destroying the planet we live on. Mm -hmm. And what happens when you bring a bunch of humans to a foreign planet? It upsets the ecosystem. And I feel like hollow is the biggest example of that because before Cayman was introduced to Hollow, Hollow was just an innocent little blobby guy, you know, like very teeny tiny cute little blobby guy. Not until Cayman started influencing everything did Hollow become a big scary blobby guy. Yeah. Um, so I, it, to me, it feels like that is another lens at which to to look it through of like, wow, humans screw everything up. They pretty much ruin everything they touch. If if the world was allowed to just live and breathe on its own probably would have been fine if yeah. Vesta would have been fine. The ecosystem would just got really upset when these humans were thrown into it, you know? But the thing I, I think I like them is like, I think it's, it, it it's also looking at like the behaviors that have led to, to that like destruction or chaos. Like I do think Cayman's like actions, uh, even from before he was on the ship are like more so built out of like um, selfishness and, and like impulse than, than, like he's actively trying like you know what's he trying he's just trying to get by and then when he is on the planet it's like this is also how he can survive and even when he's noticing that it is not good things that happen because of hollow i also love the name hollow because i think it's like what are you actually getting from hollow no, literally nothing it's nothing, a hollow yeah. it's literally hollow you're not getting anything for you're not actually mm-hmm. getting any real satisfaction or good from working with this creature um uh, other than the ability to just like continue surviving and at one point that means like literally surviving inside of this being umbilical cord so not great um but as opposed to and and chris like being selfish too and and like just a bit as opposed to these people work together i think ursula is maybe one of the better examples of this of like yes stopping to look and see what is this thing doing to see how then it impacts what you're able to do or how you're able to move forward and so i don't think right. the show says like humans like by the end they're building a colony and maybe that colony is like also completely destructive to, to who knows society, what the baby but... levi's will do to the eco- ecology of this place right yeah. <laughs> so but i think that there there is ways in which like specific type of people and behavior and for me chris and 
Cayman exemplified them both the best, which is that when you do it out of selfishness, out of greed, out of like a, a you know, surviving at, at any means necessary, um, that's bad and, and actually won't work. It won't, won't do you any good. So, mm -hmm. no. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, the more I talk about it, the more I liked this. I know. I think it's, I feel the same too. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. just think there's, I just think it's something that should be like, watched and sat with a little more and possibly like rewatched right like if this if this show does have a season two i hope it does i will i will be honest and say i hope it does because i i would be fascinated to see what a season two would look like for the show um i would watch it and i think i would rewatch season one before season two just to like feel like i really let everything sink in you know i think i think the release schedule of scavengers reign which was um i think two to three episodes at a time actually i think it's like kind of perfect um yes. kind of like the um uh, vox machina uh yes. uh release uh that's on prime but um like kind of in batches um because i think watching it all at once was a lot um and i i don't know that it's enough there to be weekly but these little batches of content they basically get like an hour's worth of uh, content a week i think it's pretty good yeah yeah i agree yeah. um all right should we get to our superlatives let's do it okay so as always let's start with best scene um gosh oh there there are so many i feel like you're probably gonna are you gonna pick a cayman one is there, is there one that stands I out to you I mean, I, the visually, you know, for as much as I actually now talking to it, I think that the show, there is really good character stuff. But I, I just think like some of the scenes of just like watching stuff happen and there's two that stand out for me. So one is the entire scene where like the little frog creature like opens up yeah. for Ursula in the in the wall. I think it's really good. There's also a scene right at the end when like basically like flashes through evolutionary vesta is, is also really, really good of like and it's like flashing between different creatures, but like showing all sorts of like things that might uh survive on vesta i thought was really cool i thought visually mm -hmm. was, was awesome yeah yeah for me i think my favorite scene because of like the beauty of it was when levi is like creating this own little area and uh ozzy is like why are you doing this and levi's just like i don't i don't know like yeah. but it's look at it it's pretty like yeah. that I, I just really like that i like that philosophy right like of just trying to like just look at take a second and look at something just because it's beautiful like especially nature yeah. um and again i really love the character of levi so like that that was just my my best scene uh best character i think i've already kind of established that i just I love Levi's little cute little philosophy. I don't know. I, I, is there as, as much depth there as other characters? No, no, but at one care. point, no, it's blown to smithereens. There's no exactly. depth at all. I was devastated when Levi died and I was like, please, no, bring, bring Levi back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What it's probably Cayman or Ozzy. Uh, best is the thing that I'm hung up on because I actually think Cayman might be the most interesting character, but Ozzy's probably my favorite character, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, worst character? Uh, probably Chris. Gotta be Chris. Yeah. Right? I'm with you. Chris I sucks. Mean, Chris is the worst. I mean, and again, I don't want to, like, I think Chris's thing serves maybe a point to the show. So in some ways, I wanna. I'm trying to think if there's somebody else, but I don't know. I don't mm -hmm. know. Not really many people on the show. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, you know, Hollow. Hollow's pretty bad. I don't like Hollow's Hollow. pretty bad. Yeah, Hollow's pretty bad. <laughs> Hollow's pretty bad. Uh, best death for you, Grace. Oh, the Levi death is the best, and I think it's also why. 
like i like the idea of the biological you know and the robot you know mixing together but i just thought it was like i was like oh my god and like what what episode does levi die like it's early five. four five yeah, four it's five early. and i'm like oh that's that's so cool that's so yeah. good because i really like this and so it's like a little bit like ah oh, they brought him back so i'm trying to think if there's anybody else it's a robot like... you can rebuild it uh so my I'll, yeah. I'll bring up some other deaths just so you have them in your mind we have sam who sam. kind of rips out the parasite which i thought was really cool crunches it in his hand you know that's pretty uh, badass uh, hated that skin flap never again do i need to see that um there's also and i don't remember his name the guy who meets up with cayman and then basically has like a crucifixion moment uh because of hollow and hollow just completely snaps his neck is that is that charlie i think i think Might it's be charlie, charlie i think charlie. Yeah, yeah that one's pretty good it's pretty ruthless pretty i think i'll go death. through who i just found out is played and, by a shock at i didn't know that and um terrence who is consumed by a plant uh, yeah with the tape yeah. recorder thing I, yeah i um, just go most like like uh, you know like last week i was like like oh my god they did it and i kind of felt that same with levi even though levi does come back i think i'll have to go with levi okay yeah. um i think i'm gonna go with sam i because because yeah. levi comes back so i i, and I also want to be different and i just think I liked the visual way they did Sam's and mm -hmm. having him under this huge tree and he rips out the parasite and then he crunches it and he has, and you see all these other little creatures just kind of like wandering around. Yeah. I don't know. I really liked it. Yeah. Uh, so I'll go with Sam's death. Yeah. Um, and then our superlative. Oh, um, show that most affirms Dr. Amanda's right about hating space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I think it's show that confirms that if I were to, end up in some sort of jungle like i definitely would be one of the first ones dead because yeah. i would see a cute creature and be like oh look at you you're so cute and then i would die <laughs> it's funny because every time um when people are like you know like oh would you survive on an alien ship would you you know there's a zombie apocalypse it's like no i have diabetes and need insulin so i'm dying immediately <laughs> i'm like we have to get to a pharmacy like it's overrun by zombies they're like well then i'm gonna die so you know. see i would be like i'd be so screwed i'm like where's my anxiety meds i don't have them i'll just go cry in that corner uh wake me up when it's over i just need to see a, a an alien like a space show where they're just like someone's like uh, cracking open a diet coke and i'm like god oh, then i could survive probably yeah but yeah i mean i i guess i presume maybe in the world where we've advanced the technology enough that we travel to far distant planets perhaps um that can make my pancreas work so i don't know i mean maybe. here's to the future <laughs> um theme song ranking this theme song is so interesting to me yeah. because it is n almost not at all like what the show is right the show is terrifying and dark but also beautiful and this this theme song is like very like majestic very quiet understated tranquil is another word i would use yeah i gotta but yeah. the visuals are dark i don't know i will say grace uh -huh. I never skipped it. Um, I also didn't skip it, but I also don't find it super memorable. Like I'm not, I'm trying to be like, what did I skip? I feel like it came up at different in the episode sometimes. Oh, I, yeah, I have it here. It's like when the Demeter is like falling apart, right? Do, do. Yeah. It's like showing like things getting blasted in space. Uh, but it's just like a very quiet, tranquil song. I I do like it. I still don't I know think I would like, it's not unskippable yeah. for me, even though I didn't skip it. 
I don't think it's like such a bop that it falls in that tier. I would probably put it in the second tier, which is pretty good. Oh, I think it's, I think the fall of is way. Yeah. I was going to say memorable or fine, like the okay. bottom of memorable or the top of fine probably. Um, but I, you could go high so for memorable. Bodies is at the bottom of memorable. I think it's way better than for all mankind, which is like, we're talking similar space shows. Yeah. Okay. No, yes. sorry. I think for it's all mankind than all is no. I think sorry. I think for all mankind is better than. And it. I think Julia fit the tone of the show better. I might yeah. put it above bodies below yeah. Julia. So you're putting it in memorable. Memorable. Yeah. Yeah, yes. Fine. Scavengers yeah. reign. Yeah. I. It's just like interesting. It was an interesting choice. Um. All right. That's where we have it. So it is falling in the memorable category. Memorable. Um. As for what's next, uh, we're we're switching gears back over to Netflix. Uh, we have an Australian coming of age television limited series, Boy Swallows Universe. Seven episodes. They're a little on the long. They're like between fifty and an hour. I think fifty minutes and an hour. Um, I'm sure this has Travis Fimmel in it, which I actually thought like Scavengers right actually reminded me a little bit of Raised by Wolves, sort of a cult PSR classic. So yeah, Netflix show it all, dropped all on January 11th, so it's all available to to watch and. We'll cover it. It's uh, based on a semi-autobiographical novel of the same name. So, mm -hmm. yeah, check it out. Yeah, I'm excited to check that out. So that is going to be next week. I think it's our um, third Australian show. I yeah, think. we're covering a lot of Aussie stuff, huh? Yeah. Um, but yeah, as a reminder, don't forget to subscribe. Pusherrecaps.com slash full spoiler recaps. And uh, until next time, Grace, what do you have going on? So covering True Detective here on Post Show Recaps, uh, Dr. Man and I got together for the recap of episode four. You and I, Jess, will be getting together to do the deep dive on that episode. I thought it was very good, although uh, seeing that it's uh, maybe the most controversial episode of the season so far in terms of uh, polarized feedback from the episode. So check that out. On Post Show Recaps Theater, Aaron and I will be talking about Argyle. Um so yeah, you'll definitely want to listen to us talking about Argyle, I think. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh and that's it, I think for now. I'm on uh social media at high from Grace. You can find me at the Jess Sterling. Uh beyond the stuff Grace already mentioned, I'm over on Shit 90 Shows Taught Me talking about Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Felicity, both of which I am enjoying oh so much. Uh Buffy, we're in season one, and it is very much uh, as people described it, like, a little campy, a little cheesy. But I kind of love it because I love 90s stuff. And sometimes 90s stuff is so campy and cheesy. Uh, so definitely check those things out. Um, and uh, and yeah, until next time, you've been fully spoiled. You can fully recap. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.